Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live hey, Music. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live this Radio. This is Chris and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this radio. is Naomi Thumb, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue, and we love AVA Live Radio. Welcome to ABA Live Radio, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 631. We're going to be listening to some new music by Derek Lee Goodread. He's out of Oslo, Norway and actually from Austria. When he shared this first song with me, it was something that was really surprising. The song's named Damned, and it deals with a lifelong battle with PTSD and finding the strength to get help and moving past the nightmares of the violence that was done to him when he was younger. His music is packed with a blues-infused rockability, a punch peppered with soulful songs of being light, but overcoming darkness within all that is around him. And I think it's a really good conversation to have because this is something that is happening to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. So now that I've told you about the song, why don't we give it a little listen and we'll come back and talk a little bit about it. For sure. 
That was Derek Lee Goodread with Damned. Absolutely incredible song based on the subject matter because I love songs that come off of these personal experiences. I think it's really important for songwriters to do that and especially in topics that have so much to do with something so impactful and powerful. Let's listen to Derek. Hey, Derek, how are you? Welcome to AVA Live Radio. G'day. How's it going? Nice to have you here. It's really good to catch up. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm a bit uh, late with that. Uh, no, just, you're uh, okay. having technical difficulties on this end. Sorry about that. No problem. Hey, listen, you're calling in from Norway, right? So that's quite yeah. far. <laughs> but yeah, you sound close. I, uh, uh, I just rushed uh, to get on here. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy living out this way. It's getting colder and colder. It's, yeah. Uh-oh, really? How cold <laughs> yeah. is it? Uh, well, today it was like two degrees or something. Like, Well, that's wow. cold for me because I'm an Aussie boy, so I'm used to 30 degrees. So. Oh, my oh, God. That's, uh, how does that work? Uh, no, because you guys are American. It's, you know, you'd have to convert from Fahrenheit to Celsius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> so you're in Australia. Okay, so I actually was. Um, raised for a little while in Australia in Surfers Paradise. Where are you at? Where oh, nice. are you from? Ah, uh, uh, well, I'm actually from the west coast. I'm from a little place called Fremantle. So, oh, yeah, I haven't heard of it. It's interesting. No, it's it's by the it's by the ocean as well. It's uh, it's a pretty awesome place to grow up. Uh, yeah. The people are really uh, friendly and awesome. So yeah, I do miss home quite a bit. So, what yeah. made you go? <laughs> To Norway. Why are you there? Ah, I, I fell in love with a Norwegian girl, and she brought me back as a souvenir. <laughs> I love so, it. That's and, so funny. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been here for ten years, and we've got a three-year-old boy, and uh, things are things are going good. I'm pretty happy here, and yeah, it's taken me a long time to make Norway my home, but yeah, I've uh, I, slowly but surely. Uh, it's getting easier to be here, if that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> of course, we families there, you know. So that's where that's where the heart is right now. Is the yeah, um, do you go back to Australia ever? Uh, I've been back a few times. <laughs> I've had a lot of uh, what can you say problems <laughs> with uh, getting work here in Norway because uh, I don't speak the language fluently. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Money-wise, it's been quite difficult to head back uh, home, and because uh, I started when I first came here, I used music as a way because I had no friends, and so yeah. a lot of my money and time went into music, and because for a long time I was like intermittently unemployed, so uh, yeah, so right. music has been a way to sort of. Uh, be a sort of escape and also a way to like be a stepping stone to making money so uh it's only in the last two or three years that i've started to to make a bit of money from music but not as much as i've invested unfortunately so, i know right but, uh, it's like a startup yeah, business yeah. it's so true very very true yeah, well, you know yeah. the bottom line with the with the music today is you have to look at it like your music is your product and um some of that product has got to be used to some point to gain attention. So the the money is actually made 
after the fan base is born, unless you're gigging and yeah. gigging is like, you know, different, but it kind of works in hand in hand, right? I mean, if you have a lot of engagement and you use the music online to get attention and you get people out to the shows then you'll command more money at the gigs, but there's also yeah, this cool. other space, which is merchandising. And I think that once you have a lock on your audience and you know who you're speaking to intimately, if you know who that is, then you can, start a product line around your music and that can support you so yeah, much more that than is gigging. Very true. Yeah, you know, that so. is very true. I mean, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, I, it's taken me a while to figure out musically, like where I'm heading. And uh, just recently I uh, made a lifelong friend in a bass player. Uh, and we, we both have a love for rockabilly and Americana music. So yeah. I think where we're heading is in, that sort of direction um and so our merchandise is a bit easy to sort of figure out like uh trucker trucker caps was uh, one of the ideas so right. uh yeah because that's a that's a quite a cool and and i wouldn't say safe but like just uh sort of unique for that kind of music um and 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 uh what do you call it Genre, I guess uh, <laughs> I can't think of the word, but uh, yeah. So you gotta like if you if you're in metal, then having like a weird uh, logo and a black t-shirt is like the way to go. Of course, you know if you're starting out. Right. But if you can figure out something quirky as well, like in, in and something different, that you should go for it. Sometimes you know, like uh, if your music is quirky and different, you know, um, yeah. It, there's a lot of creativity and ideas and it's good to uh, uh trial and error you know you try out a few things and see what works for your audience yeah you do it's it's a little trial and error it's like you know think of yourself as a startup company that's the best way to do it yeah and then you know your money should go into exposure and imaging and 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 really good advice and you know all the career planning things and then it's content creation which is the fun part i think i really like to, yeah. to do content i love doing um you know like stories and write-ups and and just kind of evolving around each new release as it happens because it's a gateway yeah. every one yeah, of these is true. a gateway i look at your that's song true. Um, that you've just come out with and I'm looking at you know the story behind it and all the different ways of course that you can express it to the audience and and be able to relate to people who have PTSD which is quite a large number actually in so many different ways for so many different reasons but how do you connect with it what's your what's your story in connection with PTSD oh uh, like I grew up from a very abusive family uh, my granddad was alcoholic and uh, oh, used wow. to beat me as a child. Uh, so it is uh, quite a difficult subject to bring up. And then just recently I did a gig where I shared that uh, I'd actually tried to commit suicide last year and uh, <gasps> fortunately no. it didn't work out. Um, you Why would think saying something like that would bring the mood down, but um, I think um also my sense of humor like uh you have to you have to sort of when you're dealing with such serious subjects it's a good way to sort of like when, like a lot of my gigs have been quite intimate so it's been more like almost like a conversation where i just share from my heart um this sort of uh ptsd and also 
having suicidal thoughts and, and stuff like that, but in a way that is more like a, it's, a, it's almost like a freedom to, for other people and for myself to just share that and, and to, to know that they're in a safe space. If you know what I mean? Like that they, I do. Um, yeah. And, and to encourage them also, because uh, like uh, it took me a, a long time to get through and I, sh- I sort of share the, the things, the, the steps and the, and the sort of, uh, what do you call it? Strategies I used to, to pull myself out of that. Um, mm-hmm. Music was a major factor, of course, and I ended up releasing three albums this year um, because I locked myself in a room and just wrote music um, and sort of put all my feelings and all my anxiety and all my stress and all my depression and stuff at, but through that all, there was a kind of fun sense of humor that came out in the lyrics and and uh, not taking myself too seriously and learning to, I don't know, mate, it's, it's, it's quite difficult to explain. But uh, yeah, it's just been like a tough, uh, tough couple of years. And PTSD is something that you can't just snap your fingers and you're over it. Uh, it takes a lot of help and... Um, I actually, yeah, sort of specialist and got the help that I needed and uh, fortunate that I had good friends and, and good family to support me through it all. So, yeah, I was, I was a lucky one, I guess. So, yeah. Very lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. And I understand your struggle. I really do, you know, in so many ways. The, um, you know, you don't necessarily have <laughs> – in these relationships where you love someone and they're abusive – it does feel like you've been to war and, and when you come out of it, there's it, you have, you have struggles within yourself and in your future relationships and, and those struggles, even if nobody's around, you're struggling with it for a long time because there's a lot of blame. There's a lot of like stuff that you absorb. There's so much, you know, that affects your daily life. I totally get it. And chemically in the brain, I have to say something actually tweaks when you go through these highly highly emotional experiences and growing up with it you know you had you were party to it over and over and over again so that makes it even more dramatic especially as you're you know dealing with starting your own family and being so way far away from home you know climate changes all kinds of things not knowing the language all those things can set it off you know what i mean oh, they can make you feel more isolated yeah. Yeah, yeah, isolation is like uh, one of the key problems when dealing with stuff like that. So that's why I started doing music with other people. And yeah, I was really lucky that I found musicians and friends and especially my uh, my my drummer, uh, Alex, and my, my bass player, Bord. Uh, these mm-hmm. two guys are like uh, not just musicians that I play with, but like Sort of, sort of like brothers, you know, like they just uh, encourage me uh, and they're actually fans of my music, which is a really nice, uh, it's a weird thing, but it's really nice that, uh, uh, that they enjoy listening to my music and playing it. Like, so I, it's a lot of luck involved. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's luck or if I'm just blessed or whatever you want to call it, but yeah, you just, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, really happy that uh, things are looking up and 
uh, working working out in a, in a way after going through so much crap uh, and hard stuff. It's nice that uh, things are turning around, if that makes sense. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? You know, music, not only the creation of music, but also the people that you meet through it. I think it's an amazing gift. I, I would never yeah, want to be yeah. in any other place. You know, people give me offers all the time to do other things and, and um, certainly things that will pay a whole lot more. <laughs> and, and I'm always like, you know, yeah. I wouldn't give up what I'm doing for anything because I love the people that I meet, you know, other musicians, we, we completely have relationships and understandings with each other and can kind of, really understand each other, not like anyone else, you know, coming from different places, different careers, different, different evolutions. And that's something that you will always find in music, that, that camaraderie and that relationship that is just almost instantly there the minute you play together. Yeah, definitely. There's some, yeah, there's something about being in a room uh, with other musicians and creating something together or, you know, it's uh it's the electric, like uh, you know, there's there's something about it, and uh, it's it's a lot different from just spending time in your room uh, by yourself writing songs. Yeah, there's it's just a whole new. Uh, I I totally encourage songwriters who are starting out to find people to play with, um, to go to open mics, to to not sit in your room uh too much you know like you gotta you gotta put in the work uh, uh when you're doing your craft and all that sort of stuff but get out there as well as much as possible yeah most definitely great advice really great advice on a daily basis having been through what you've been through how yeah. do you stay positive how do you generate your positivity <laughs> because i know one thing is you wake up and that first few moments you're like, okay, what's it going to be like? And you never can really control it, but you can do certain things, right, to be able to make it happen. Uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, a good point because uh, not every day you wake up feeling like a rock star. Like this right. morning, <laughs> I, I woke up, uh, I coughed uh, in the morning, um, and my son punched me in the face. My three-year-old boy was like, you know. So you know, like you, it's not it's not a rock star lifestyle by any means. I think uh, how I keep positive is not to get caught up in the pettiness of every day as well. Like um, to keep my focus on music. I listen to my music. I listen to my friends' music. Um, what else? Learning songs like uh, uh, some of my favorite artists are like uh, Elvis and. Uh, Gene Vincent, like this is like the old school stuff, Jerry Lewis. Uh, I love that. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of stoner rock as well, like heavy music. And I think just like immersing yourself uh, in your passion, I think is a, is one way. Like even if it's not just music, like uh, uh, I, uh, I, I get um, inspired by reading, uh, by looking at art. Um, some of my friends are makeup uh make up people on Instagram and they put up pictures. So I, I guess, I guess uh, it's finding inspiration like in the day, um, something that's totally different. Uh, instead of going through the daily grind, you, you try to find something that inspires you. Um, 
I, I work in a, in, a, in a coffee shop during my day, so I, I spend a lot of time talking to people and, um, and actually trying to be, uh, how do I say it, like lift other people's days. When, when people come in and they're yeah. having a tough day, I, I've started to do this thing where I compliment people um, and try to be like the, sm- the first smile that they see in the morning um, because it, life isn't all about you either and how you impact people, um, whether you're on stage or in your daily life is a, is a big, uh, big thing. And um, I think a lot of artists forget that sometimes and they become all about themselves and what can they get out of life? And sometimes it's actually more about what you give. So uh, how do I inspire? I try to inspire others, I guess. That's how, what inspires myself, I guess. That's a weird thing. But whether you're catching the train and you get up for some other person to have a seat or something so small and, and uh, you know, like people don't think about like uh, – can make a big impact on other people. So like just little things, you know? Um, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I totally <laughs> understand what you're saying. It, yeah. Well, it's abstract for sure, but how you impact yeah. people every day is the best gift that you can give to yourself because yeah, it makes it you feel you. better. Yeah. Yes, it does. And then you get that good yeah. engagement and that energy back because people that do read it or people that see it or hear it, whichever way you're connecting that, that and making that impact in people's lives, even if it's just handing them a cup of coffee with a smile, right? And it's just all yeah. of that is what will generate the goodness that is in you and that will also make you feel better. And it, yeah. you're basically moment to moment, your job is making yourself feel better by giving to other people. And that's like the best yeah. way to do it because it, it really like has no end, right? It just keeps giving forward yeah. and the universe will give it back. I think I think the best, uh, like one of my songs on my album, uh, Feel It, called Fan the Flames, is, mm-hmm. is the philosophy of that. So, yeah, if people are interested, uh, check out that song. That's uh, where I talk about sharing uh, the fire in your heart or in your, in your life. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, I think that sums up what I'm trying to say. That song, that Absolutely. Song. So it's called The Flame. I'll have to go listen to it. Fan, fan the Flame. Fan yeah. the Flame. All right. That's my next yeah. one to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's good stuff. Tell me one more thing about, like, what's what's going on with you moving forward? Like, what typically is your daily connector? Are you connecting with people on Facebook? Are you using Instagram? Are you making videos? I mean, Aside from being in the studio alone, making music or gigging with your friends, how are you connecting your music with the outside world? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I am slowly getting into it. Uh, I did a couple of uh, videos on YouTube where I just played it acoustic, and I'm probably going to uh-huh. do more of that. Like, um, uh, and it, I, I try to, uh, I, I prefer doing stuff face to face where I'm talking to people. Um, sure. more than uh more than social media but um uh, with social media i've just been sort of sharing like uh just ordinary sort of stuff like not not necessarily always about music like i took my wife out for 
for dinner the other day and we had this amazing beer called Odin's Tipple and I just put that on my Instagram and people were into that and I think just sharing sort of the story of your life not just your music you know like um, I, I, I sometimes feel like on social media sometimes people push their music down your throat a bit too much and you don't see them as real people so uh, yeah the tone is tricky that's yeah, so true. You gotta you gotta balance it. Uh, one of my favorite artists, Brother Deej, he's quite good at it, um, and he's someone that's inspiring me. I'm getting ideas from him, but I I'm planning on implementing him. But he he is a good uh, example of uh, of an artist that sort of shares everything from his life. No, well, not everything, but like uh, just sort of more everyday stuff than just his music and. Uh, I think that's a good thing for artists is that uh, just shoving your music down people's throats not not necessarily going to make them listen to you. You know what I mean? It's like, so uh, yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I try to do a lot of videos and, and tutorials on that same thing because yeah. the, the copy that you put out there and the content that you put out, it, it all has to do, like these social media pages are working. They're doing great. They really are. Yeah. But you have to know how to speak to people. And a lot of it has to do with the connection, you know, like this conversation we're having here, obviously, if, if people with PTSD get a hold of it, this is going to be their conversation. It's going to be something that resonates with them and, and they're going to understand where you're coming from. You're going to meet some great new friends way and be able to help each other and just keep getting that music in front of the right people. But like, when you just go on social media and you're just kind of throwing things at the wall, which is what most people are doing, they don't know who they're talking to and therefore they're talking to no one. So nobody's listening. Right. That's what happens. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that can be the sad truth. Um, and, and also like sometimes you'll come across negativity in social media and you have to be oh, really yeah. careful, uh, how you deal with those kind of voices. Like, uh, um, and, not to take things to heart because, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know, you, you're going to have to deal with that and learn to have a thick skin um, and realize that some people just want to uh, crap on you, whether you're doing a good thing or not. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, so you gotta, you gotta like, I think it's a, a good to navigate through this stuff and and to get advice from people as well like uh, like this show for example is a really good good show to listen to to get advice on what what to do and what not to do and how to deal with uh you know um or how to grow like yeah just to learn basically and i think that's what we all need to do is just uh just keep learning keep keep trying new things like if something doesn't work, try something else, you know, like don't give oh, up. Oh, yeah, just, for sure. Yeah, just, yeah, so I think that's my best advice is, yeah, don't give up. <laughs> I like, I think it's fun, you know, when you try different things. And, and when you kind of think about your audience and you connect with them and then they answer back, you, you begin to see like that magical moment happen that social media can bring to us that we don't get anywhere else. Because when you're in a gig, it's awesome. And you get that connection with a couple of people, but you could um, live stream that gig and now expose your music right there and then to millions of people. And I have some artists that I have really worked hard training them to do that, to be able to connect with the audience in front of them, but then also through their phone 
at the same time. And literally they're selling so many CDs and T-shirts and stuff every time they gig that you're talking about yeah. 1,500, 2,000 people tuning in to a two-hour you know, gig of them standing on a pier somewhere or, you know, at some location where there's maybe only a few people in front of them, but yet it's become a powerful resource for them to have a career. And that's what social media brings. That kind of power is what I want everybody to tap into. And you just have to learn a few little, you know, tweaks, a few little things in order to get it all to work for you. But it's really quite easy. And once you get it, it's, it's like that that's it that's your career that's what you can do you know i mean a thousand people can bring you a hundred thousand dollars a year and on some of these live streams they they have well over that coming in and people that are turning into super fans and additionally sharing and promoting for them so i really want to see you embracing that especially in your circumstance and your situation and listen the derek the stories you have to tell oh it's it's really prime for social media you'd be surprised yeah. how many people are suffering right now and lonely yeah, and I, just don't have anywhere to turn so you could be that you could be that fill you know that help i am just just trying to be careful not to like overshare or or you um i guess uh, uh, i'll show you how it? to do it I'll show yeah, you what. Yeah, yeah I'll show you how to do it. I can. I can. You know what? I'm going to yeah. send you a a quick Facebook message right now with with some little tips yeah. about sharing and you know what the limits are, and that way you yeah. understand what idea. is ahead yeah. of you and what you can do, and you'll be like, oh, okay, I'll just stick to this, and that, that's a place okay. to start. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, it's not. Um, there's no like uh, what do you call it? Syllabus on how to do this sort of yeah, there sort of isn't, thing. Is there? And, funny no i know no. yeah so i know what you're saying trying, yeah we're all trying to figure it out as we go along and today's musician and it's it's not like the old days where i was thinking about it the other day like uh, these guys like rolling stones and all these guys still touring and making money but like where is today's rolling stones you know like how long are that like any band that starts now are they going to make it you know 20, 30, 40, 50 years in this sort of music industry, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, just because the platforms change and the, yeah. the way we deliver music changes, there's always a need for music. I mean, we can't get through a day without hearing music somewhere, somehow. And it, it definitely is that catalyst that drives emotion. So it's always going to be necessary. And that's why, I dedicate my life to making sure that, you know, music has outlets and music gets connected because you need the new music, you know, the new creators that are like yourself that are working really hard to create great, great stories and and put very valuable lessons into their songs because that's the kind of music that everybody's craving. And especially online, they're not really craving the same stuff over and over again. It's just, it's there and they get excited about it, you know, and they listen, but when you get a great new song and a new artist in front of someone and it's been able to connect with them because you tell them why it should connect with them and why, you know, you're sharing it, that's where the real impact can happen. And that's a lifelong energy that can go on between you and that new person. And that can happen times infinity over and over and over again, because there's literally billions of people on social media. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm writing it right now. I'm gonna give it to you on uh, Facebook. So go and uh, check it out. Thank you so much for being here with me, Derek. It's really great yeah, to connect with you. And uh, you take care. And I'm I'm right here. You know, you got me on your yeah. team now. You're part of our music yeah, well, community. Okay. So. Well, thank you Don't. so much for having me on your show. It's uh, it's uh, been an honor and a privilege. I really, yeah, I really appreciate it. So. You're very welcome. It's great <laughs> to have you here. That was Derek Lee Goodread on AVA Live Radio. He is currently out there in the universe <laughs> making his way and uh, forming his own music community in Norway, which I'm happy to see that happening because that's where his family is. And, you know, you, you really do. If, if you don't have a music community in your area, let me tell you, there's not a person in this world that doesn't like music. So certainly reach out. I have a lot of creators that find themselves in spaces where it's new territory to them. And you literally just start you know, collecting people, go out there, see some shows, talk to other musicians, because you're always going to have something majorly in common with your fellow artists. And if nothing else, you know, do searches on AVA Live Radio and connect with them through us. We, we make sure that we tag all of these stories on the main website under the cities, the province, as much information as we can, because we want you guys to be able to connect not only on social media, but also maybe hook up with each other as you go, you know, and visit places. It's it's a great thing to do. You know, you go and you will always have friends there through the AVA, whether it be producers or music um, creators, filmmakers. There's all kinds of people that you can connect with. So that's certainly something that I feel is one of the main important parts of being able to be in this community. Thank you so much to Derek for being here and sharing your music and your story with us. I hope you guys will connect with him. He is available on all of the social pages from Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. He's even got a Bandcamp page. You can get those links at AVA Live Radio. I want to encourage you guys also to listen to The Daily Jacks every morning at 6 a.m., especially for music marketing help and what's going on on the Internet. We do some music business stories as well as focus stories about influencers and what's happening in their lives. It's a really great place to get your news, especially if you're online and looking to do a lot more in impacting this kind of community. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Have a great day. I hope you guys are inspiring somebody out there today. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jacks, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Thom, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue, and we love AVA Live Radio. Live Radio.